welcome back to More About the Music. I'm your host, Liz, and this is our fourth episode. Get it? Like four? That will be funny later. But if you're into reading titles before listening, you'll know that this episode is all about Beyonce. Beyonce? 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 Beyonce. This episode is covering the Renaissance World Tour stop in Arlington, Texas. I will also probably mention this show as Dallas as well, at least that's what she called it. And that took place this last Thursday, September 21st, 2023. September 21st. This is also the soonest that I have ever covered an artist on More About the Music. I was sat, okay? I was sat, note-taking, Ready to put this journalism degree to work, honey. Today, Beyonce stands at the pinnacle of her career. She's not just a music icon, but a multifaceted artist, actress, philanthropist, and entrepreneur. Her intricate and stunning performances and visuals have redefined what it means to be a live performing artist. And I thought a detailed timeline was the most appropriate for a career as expansive as Beyonce's. But it's still a doozy, so definitely buckle in. Also, just a side note, if the Beehive is listening, look, I love you, and you are amazing, and what you all can do is truly profound. The work that the Beehive can do is really, really something to be observed and admired. Like, they are really... They're really with it, okay? And I and I do feel like I am in the initiation phase of being one of you. So, please take that into consideration. Uh, but if I do get something wrong here in this timeline, please do not cyber bully me. Just pray for me and keep it pushing. I am trying my best. In the beginning, or in September of 1981, Beyonce Giselle Knowles was born in Houston, Texas. In 1989, at just eight years old, Beyonce forms the girl group Girls' Time with a Y instead of an I for time, which is very cute. She forms this band with some childhood friends, including Miss Kelly Rowland. This group obviously later evolves into Destiny's Child. In 1997, the year I decided to join the party, Destiny's Child, consisting of Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Latavia Robertson, and Latoya Luckett releases their debut album titled, you guessed it, Destiny's Child. In 1999, the group's second album, The Writings on the Wall, becomes a massive success, spawning hits like Bills, 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 and Say My Name. In the year 2000, Destiny's Child undergoes a lineup change with Michelle Williams and Farrah Franklin replacing Latavia and Latoya. However, Farrah Franklin departs shortly thereafter, and the trio of Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle is established. In 2001, Beyonce makes her acting debut in the film Carmen, a hip-hopera, and later stars in Austin Powers in Goldmember. With the iconic line, I'm Foxy Cleopatra, and I'm a whole lot of woman. (laughs) In 2002, Beyonce releases her first solo single, Work It Out, followed by her first solo album, Dangerously in Love, in 2003. The album includes hits like Crazy in Love and Baby Boy. In 2004, 
Destiny's Child releases their final studio album, Destiny's Child, and Beyonce embarks on her first solo tour. In 2006, Beyonce's second solo album, B-Day, is released, featuring hits like Deja Vu and Irreplaceable. To the left, to the left. In 2008, she releases I Am Sasha Fierce, which includes the mega-hit Single Ladies and earns her six Grammy Awards in one night, a record for a female artist. In 2011, Beyonce releases her fourth album, Four. Remember that joke I made in the beginning? Aren't you glad that we're putting the work in? Wasn't that funny? This is the fourth episode. Her album was called Four. Anyway, featuring songs like Run the World, Who Run the World, Girls, Girls, and Love on Top. In 2013, Beyonce surprises the world by releasing her self-titled album, Beyonce. Along with a series of visually stunning music videos, this visual album includes hits like Drunken Love and Flawless. The way this album changed me on a DNA level in high school cannot be understated. This album was everything. Until the next Everything album eventually came out, which happened in 2016, Beyonce released Lemonade, a concept album and visual film exploring themes of infidelity, forgiveness, and empowerment. The project also received critical acclaim and sparks discussion about race and feminism. And if you weren't there for Lemonade, I don't know how to put into words exactly what that album did and what it what it continues to do to this day I mean because people are still consuming it as if it was brand new right like it so many timeless pieces of art are on that album on that visual album and you know there's a lot of kind of I don't know stuff that kind of clouds the air I guess with Lemonade um surrounding Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce and I'm trying not to cover too much, like, in this timeline about, like, you know, the birth of her children and getting married to Jay-Z and, you know, whatever. Just trying to cover, like, her professional accomplishments, the things that she did that are true accomplishments. I guess you could say having children is an accomplishment. It is. She has very talented children. I just saw Blue Ivy kill it in AT&T Stadium. We'll get into that. But I'm just saying, like... There was a lot about her in Jay-Z that kind of clouded some of the Lemonade stuff, just, you know. And then there's speculations, like, who was Becky with the good hair? Like, who was he cheating on her with? And I've seen, you know, this is not a gossip podcast, and this is all alleged and not true, and actually completely inaccurate unless otherwise proven. But, you know, I saw things like that Gwyneth Paltrow was Becky with good hair. Like, there was, there were so many, like, layers to this and also just so many rumors surrounding it. Um, but I think the body of work outshines all of it. It is, it is truly one of the most impressive albums of our generation. In more recent history, Beyonce has gone on to record songs for the live-action movie The Lion King, The Gift where she was also the voice of Nala, and in 2022, Beyonce gave us Renaissance. Beyonce made history and won Best Dance and Electronic Music Album at the 2023 Grammys for Renaissance, 
And Renaissance is an album that blends post-1970s black dance music styles such as disco and house and pays homage to the black and gay pioneers of those genres. The lyrical side of Renaissance explores themes of escapism, hedonism, self-assurance, and self-expression. So now that you're decently up to speed, let's get into the show. My show was, like I said previously, this past Thursday, September 21st, 2023, in Arlington, Texas at AT&T Stadium. Last time I was at AT&T, I was seeing Taylor Swift for the Eras Tour. So it has been a minute, okay? It's been about like eight months since I've been to AT&T Stadium. It is, the, the facilities are very nice. I mean, obviously you would hope so, right? With somebody like Jerry Jones running the joint. He's got all that money. It better be nice, honestly, in my opinion. I went to the show with my long-term, short-distance, low-committal boyfriend, Kyle. Please tell me you got the Barbie reference. If you didn't, I might just not have delivered it good enough. Anyway, the seats were amazing. I was so impressed. We were the first row of 3.30, which sounds high up, but AT&T just has a great setup, I think. Like, it really wasn't that high up. The view was great. Um, and I will post photos and videos on the Instagram at just being silly pod when I do the episode announcement as per usual. There were no openers because how exactly how exactly do you plan on opening for Beyonce? Ask yourself that question before you come at me looking for openers, okay? how do you how do you plan on opening for Beyonce? Anyway. The show started at 9.35 p.m., which is the latest a show has started on the Renaissance Tour. Once we hit 9.30, I was starting to get concerned, okay? I was really starting to get concerned, but I guess the Queen just needed a little bit more time, and, you know, honestly, I need to be more understanding. So I'm going to quickly run through the set list and their respective acts. So buckle up. I'm just going to run through it opening act she comes out of the floor okay okay (laughs) i'm not gonna be able to do this chill okay opening act i was moved to tears okay she comes out of the floor in a beautiful silver chrome teal greenish i don't know wedding dress and she is singing dangerously in love it was so beautiful it really set the tone um and i believe this opening act really just showcased her vocals because once you kind of get into some more of the fun pop dance type of songs you know you don't always get to really showcase the voice i mean obviously in some parts you do but i believe this opening act was truly just showing you and and, like really putting you in the presence of beyonce which i thought was great so Yeah, opening act, dangerously in love. Then we go to flaws and all. One plus one. I'm going down. I care. And river deep, mountain high. The next act is Renaissance with I'm that girl, cozy, alien superstar, lift off, and then there's a dance break to 7-Eleven as we enter the next act, which is motherboard where we have cuff it energy which if you don't know everything surrounding energy right now 
let me quickly get you up to speed. So for energy, this song is where Beyonce says, quote, look around, everybody on mute. And the stadium is basically in competition with the other shows to see who can be the quietest. Dallas was actually impressively quiet. I mean, think about getting a whole stadium at a Beyonce concert. Absolutely silent. It was impressively quiet, with only a couple of attention-seeking folks screaming at the top of their lungs. They did catch a, quote, shut the fuck up, bitch, from somebody else equally as loud. So that was very funny to me. But Beyonce did say after, I'm still impressed by that mute. So overall, I'd say Dallas had one of the best mutes on tour. Next was Break My Soul. And then we moved into the next act, which was Opulence where we got Formation, Diva, Run the World, My Power, Black Parade, Savage, which we did not get Megan the Stallion like Houston did, so, uh, but it was still obviously, it was Beyonce, so move along. And then uh, at the end of the act was Partition. The next act was Anointed, where we got Church Girl, Get Me Bodied, Before I Let Go, Rather Die Young, Love on Top, and Crazy in Love. The next act was Anointed Part 2 with Plastic Off the Sofa, Virgo's Groove, Naughty Girl, Move, and Heated. And then the final act was Mind Control, and I actually really liked this act the most visually speaking like visually speaking the mind control portion so this is the also the end of the set by the way but this was my favorite part just visually and I will try to include um some photos and videos of those visuals on the Instagram post but mind control consisted of America has a problem which I mean I think Song-wise, like, music-wise, is my favorite song on the album. Then we have Pure Honey and ending it with Summer Renaissance. All in all, the show was between two and a half to, like, three hours long. So decently lengthy for sure, um, which I thought was great. Um, But now let's get into the audio and visuals because I need you to hear me here. This is where I'm going to get... This is where I'm going to get not only dramatic, but also I'm going to be at a loss for words, okay? The visuals. Listen. Beyonce already showed us she could sing, right? We already we already knew Beyonce could sing. Please don't take this as I didn't know Beyonce could sing. We already know. But, you know, I feel like she showcased that God-given gift right away, okay? Like, that first act was really all about, in, in my opinion, what I thought was all about showing off her range and what she could do, like, right away, right off the bat. The talent is there. We already know. But the visuals, guys, I'm telling you now. This is an official statement from more about the music. Nobody is doing what Beyonce is doing. And hear me when I say that. Nobody is doing what Beyonce is doing. Others are doing their own thing 
and doing it well. Do not get it twisted. So many amazing performers are touring right now or are planning tours right now, but nobody, nobody is doing what Beyonce did on that stage. And I stand by that. And I'm going to stick beside him. The crowd vibes were incredible. Mix of ages and genders. Everybody was rolled out to see the queen. Most everybody was dressed up in the chrome motif, like, to some capacity. If not, they were wearing all black. Like, everybody did look cohesive. Which, I mean, I don't know. I think it adds to the overall, like, vibe of the show. I kind of felt that way with the Eras tour as well. Like, everybody showing up in, like an idea or a theme it does feel cohesive and it does kind of like tighten that feeling of community which I do think enhances the concert going experience like for sure as of right now the final date of the renaissance tour is October 1st 2023 in Kansas City Missouri which is getting a lot of the pop culture tea right now I mean as of today when I am recording this podcast September 25th Kansas City is really kind of getting the pop culture tea after this past weekend with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey but that mess is for Friday's episode of Just Being Silly so be sure to tune into that to hear my my thoughts and opinions on that but yeah ending October 1st 2023 in Kansas City Missouri I don't know if she's going to add on more dates. I could see her. I could see her doing it because I think she could sell the dates. But I also don't know. Like, she's been going since May. And now seeing the kind of production she has been putting on since May, she might need a break. And who could really blame her? But at this point, I'm a believer. I mean, I was always a fan of Beyonce. Always. I mean, I, I just was. But I really fully get it now nobody is doing it like her she is a spectacle okay she is someone to be seen if you can you must see her live the energy of the room changes dramatically when this woman makes her entrance She is, a spectacle is like the only word I can think of at the moment to really describe it. Like you must see her. She commands attention. And I, I will pay to see her at every opportunity. Like the next, the next tour, the next show, whatever's in my area, I will be there. Lord willing and the creek do not rise. All right, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and a reminder that More About the Music is a Just Being Silly podcast. So please, please be sure you are following at Just Being Silly Pod on Instagram. Follow Just Being Silly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and rate it five stars while you're there. If you are subscribed to Just Being Silly, you will get more about the music in your feed consider it like a bonus episode. I think I said that last time. Um, It doesn't feel like a bonus episode. It feels like its own entity, but I like to keep it all in one cohesive place. So maybe it is like a bonus episode for right now. Maybe that's what we're going to call it for right now. I don't know. Just, Just follow it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and rate it five stars. I don't know what to tell you. 
But yeah, that's it. Thank you again. And I will see you next Monday when we learn even more about the music.